from Capital Broadcasting Company and WRAL-FM, welcome to One and Dandy. I'm your host, Sarah King. I'm your host, Jamie Caskey. And we are very happy for you to be here today because this is right in our wheelhouse, Jamie. Yes. We are doing Wine Spectator's Best Wine Values of 2021. Yes, this is in our wheelhouse because A, great wine, and B, great value, which is kind of my middle name. Yes, you I know. know. I'm Scottish. I'm extremely thrifty. <laughs> or cheap, whichever. Cheap. I think thrifty is the way to go. Yeah. Frugal. Frugal. Ooh, and it sounds Scottish. Yes, right? I'm frugal. <laughs> I'm frugal, McDougal. <laughs> so there's, they actually have 10 best wine values of 2021. Ooh. And I got to tell you, it was a bit of a wild goose chase for me to get three bottles on this list. And I'll tell you why. I found yeah. this out. I went to watch. Total Wine. Mm-hmm. And I talked to the wine buyer there and he helped me find two. We could only find two of the 10. Crazy. And these bottles, like, I think the most expensive is close to 30 bucks. Wow. Which for a wine spectator, if you look at it, I mean, these bottles yeah. are expensive. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Normally, wine spectator goes high dollar. Exactly. Dollar. So I was, I don't know, I was so, I'm super excited to find good values according to their idea. And uh, where'd you find the third one then? Well, let me finish what happened at uh, wine, Total Wine first. So I go and, I, and he's like, well, you know, this." I go through this every year. Oftentimes, the magazine gets it before the release. Oh. So they're getting them prior to the stores getting them. Yikes. Which is kind of good news for our listeners, though, because now when you hear about them, yeah. you're going to be able yeah. to go and find them. And, and we will list in the notes all 10 of them so you can maybe do yourself a little, you know, do yourself a little taste around the Wine Spectator picks. That's right. Uh, and honestly, one of them, I, I only could find two. Oh. So I got one off the 2020 okay. top va- wine values. Okay. And so, yeah, I, I couldn't find, like I said, it was a bit of a wild goose chase. Well, yeah, it, it's it's hard when you're ahead of the curve. But it's nice to see names you recognize. Oh, yeah. Already I'm surprised then. <laughs> yeah. No, there are. I know. There's a ton of, of wine on here that I recognize. Uh-huh. And... The thing is, is like when you're going with um, bottles, specific bottles like this, mm-hmm. you really do. The vintage matters. Now, um, are there going to be names that I would recognize? Yeah, like one of them on the 2020 best wine values was Yolumba, which okay. is a very common name. Yep. Um, Joel Gott was on that list. Uh-huh. G-O-T-T? Uh, yes. Yep. Seen it. Um, trying to think off the top of my head. Those are the only two I can think of. But like names like that. Yeah. The sparkling I brought in from that list is... I mean, it's on lots of restaurant menus. It's everywhere. Perfect. So I thought it was really exciting. So I was like, when I got the magazine, I was like, oh, we're totally doing an episode on this. Yeah. So listen up, everybody. So when you do go out to eat or to have a drink with a friend, you can order and impress your buddies uh, by ordering something off of Wine Spectator's Top Value List. Exactly. We're going to do this tasting a bit out of order only because... Mm -hmm. We do. I was able to find the number one value. Oh, great. The best value. So I'm Perfect. excited about it. So we're going to taste that last, even though, you know, you're supposed to taste lightest to richest. Mm-hmm. It's out of order. So let's start with the one from last year's 2020 top values. Okay. And when they do this, do they divvy it up by, um, do they do a certain number per, for instance, red, white, rosé, or do they do regions? Well, this was a top 100 list from 2020. Okay. But uh, in the current magazine, which is the top, te- the 10 best wine values of 2021, it's just 10 bottles. Oh, Okay. 
Um, so they don't divvy it up by region or cheers. kind of wine or no. They just it's just what they just, here what, you go. Yes, yeah. there it doesn't seem mm-hmm. to be rhyme or reason to be honest. And if you're interested in seeing this or getting a copy of this article yourself, of course, any wine store probably has Wine Spectator. I know Fresh Market has Wine Spectator. Yes. I see it there. And this is the uh, it's January 31st to February 28th. So I don't know why they couldn't call it the February edition, right. but <laughs> maybe they wanted to use. More tight. One extra day there. But yes, so that's the addition that this one is. So let's just dive right in and taste our first wine. And this one, I mean, how many times have you gotten a split of this at a restaurant? I can tell you more times than I can count. Yeah, Bubbles Queen and Chandon. I mean, we all know Chandon. I didn't realize, I in fact have never seen a full-size bottle of it. I had neither. So I didn't know it was an embossed label that goes the length of the bottle, which is cool. Yes. And were you aware that Chandon is from California? Nope. Yes. So this one didn't have a vintage. And part of the reason I went on this wild goose chase is because I did find like Banffy, B-A-N-F-I. Yeah. uh, That was on the list. But the Chianti, they had at Total Wine, was the wrong vintage. Oh, okay. And Jay Pinot Noir was also on the list. But the one on the list is 2018, and they only carry 2019. Oh, and as we all know, each year's yield, a harvest of grapes. Yeah, is totally different. Totally different. So it is going to affect. In fact, we talk very often about all the California fires and how that is affecting already some oh, of these yeah, lines. For sure. So this one, though, I was th- I had to go sparkling from this list because, again, I was running out of time yeah. to get the wines for this episode. Right. And I couldn't find the correct vintages for a lot of them on there. Mm-hmm. Not to say, like, I don't want to discourage anybody. And what I do think is, is that some of these vineyards... Mm-hmm are also worthy of trying, given that they've made the list. Absolutely. So while they are awarding a particular year, a particular vintage, you can try their other ones. They're trustworthy. Let's just put it on the table. It's a pretty trustworthy group if they've made it to the wine spectator list. So Chandon is a brute, so that means it's dry. Uh, It is from California. It's non-vintage. It's beautiful. What? Oh, non-vintage. Yes. Because so are they mixing different years? Yes. And so they don't always get the grapes from the same. It's not all from the same vineyard. It's not a state wine. Okay. So they're getting vin- gra- grapes from other places. So there, there isn't a vintage. It's mixing of grapes. Mm-hmm. And let's see if it tells you what the grape is. It smells terrific. And I do like to start a day with some you know, sparkling in the, in the champagne method, sparkling wine. <laughs> yeah. All it says is it says, uh, we form a passionate and bold community of winemakers Located in unexpected lands, Argentina, Brazil, California, Australia, China, and India. Wow. So this is a global world traveler. This is like the United wine. Colors of Benetton in a glass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> every time <laughs> I hear... reference. I was going to say, every time I hear that, I picture very fun color block sweaters. Yes, that's from the <laughs> 80s. Um, yeah, and they apparently harvest at night when the fruit expression is brightest and the aromatics are protected. I did not know that. Is that a thing? Apparently so. I oh, didn't okay. know it either. Yeah. So here, let's let's have a taste of this Chandon. First of all, it smells pretty yeasty. It does. Mm-hmm. I've had this so many times, it's not even funny. Mm. It's solid. It's solid and it's affordable. It's this wine only costs $16. It's great. It's crisp. You get the bubbles, which we now know are... Woven into the fabric of the wine, if it's done right. If you listen to our <laughs> Sophie Barrett episode, the wine champagne, champagne excerpt, expert. Uh, this is terrific. It's a little, um, has a tiny bit of a bite, a little bit crisp. Acidity. acidity. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it's lovely. It's light. It's clean. It would go with pretty much anything on your table. Yeah. And now we know that if you open a bottle, you get the full-size bottle, and you open it, mm. you can you know, drink off of it for a few days. You can. I mean, provided it's done in the method champenois. Mm-hmm. 
This is done in the method traditional, which you and I might say traditional method. But exactly. I do like on the very front of the label, they do say by blending grapes harvested at night. Maybe that's just their shtick. I guess so. Yeah. So the other method is, Cham- is Charmant, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the tank method, which given it's saying method traditional, that's also known as the champagne method. Oh, OK. So it fits. So this will this this these bubbles are indeed woven into the fabric of the wine. <laughs> I'm going to say that every chance I get. I'm Me working that into many conversations it's, these I mean, days. and this, she just threw it out there. Yeah. We highly recommend, if you're a bubble fan, you need to listen to that episode. Yeah. Uh, it says, this Chardonnay-driven cuvee layers notes of green apple, mm-hmm. pear, and citrus with a refreshing finish. I would agree with that. Um, that's interesting. They say it's the signature expression of California terroir. Terroir, terroir, guys. I am tongue-tied, which means that I that thing on the underneath my tongue comes up to the very tip. Terroir is a very difficult word for me to say. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that, but it doesn't stop you from drinking the bubbles. And nope. this this is a great wine. Mm-hmm. It is a great wine for sixteen dollars. Big fan of Chandon. Mm-hmm. See it on a menu. It'll come in a split. Have at it. It's affordable and it's delicious. Before we get on to this year's list, let's take a break. Everyone have a breather. Go get get yourself a fresh glass of water and get your wine glass out. We'll be back in a minute. All right, let's dive right back into it. Top 10 values for 2021 wines according to Wine Spectator. We have the number eight wine. Oh, very nice. Which is Stag's Leap Caria. Oh, now I've heard of Stag's Leap, of course, but I've never heard of Caria. Well, they make lots of different types of Chardonnay, Mm -hmm. and so this is one of them. And, you know, Caria is known as a proprietary name, which is within the vineyard, they'll make many different wines with the same grape, and they'll have different blends done, and Uh they'll name them different things. So you're not going to find, for instance, a Caria from another vineyard? No, this is just the name Mm -hmm. of the the blend that Stag's Leap made. Or it says Chardonnay, so maybe the winemaking technique behind this particular Chardonnay. Okay, so when you and I start a vineyard... And become rich doing what we love. We can have a Sarah and yes. a Jamie. Sure. Yes. This a clear, this is uh, going to be light and graceful on the palate, unlike me on ice skates. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's refreshing, has bright acidity, rich fruit flavors, and a little bit of oak. And according to Wine Spectator, they call it voluptuously juicy. Well, my goodness. This is my nickname in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Smells like... Uh, wow, it smells like it's very savory smelling, kind of well, herby. Def- you can definitely smell the oak, and I think they use new oak on this. Yeah, yeah, they use they use new wood for the barrel fermenting, which is okay. why you're smelling that strong. So caria has is oaky then, and caria is Greek for graceful. Uh, I know that's lovely. We're learning a lot today. We are. So here's here's to Stag's leaps. Oh, by the way, this is a 2019. Very important. Mm. So, a 2019 vintage has made the 2021 list of best wine values. Interesting. Well, they release what sure. they release different years of aging at different times. At different times. Um, hmm, this is rich. It is very rich and it has a bit of a aftertaste that sticks with you. It's a little bitter on the end. Yeah, it is. I swear it's um, I want to say sulfidey, but in that way, you know what it is? It almost has an aftertaste of how you would season a meat. A steak. Like with a meat tenderizer? Uh, yeah, a little meat tenderizy flavor. Take a second sip. Yeah, right, right, good point. I don't, I get a lot of acidity. It's lighting up my tongue. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a little oaky for my taste. Mm-hmm. 
But I do think it's really balanced. Yeah, it is. It is. It has an interesting flavor, but I do like it, and mm-hmm. I think it would be very food friendly. Oh my god! Can you imagine a roast chicken with this? Yo, oh, yeah, with mm-hmm. garlic croutons and a mm-hmm. salad mm-hmm. and cheese for you. Thank you. I do appreciate when you include that. <laughs> <laughs> she knows I'm a real cheese brain. She's a mouse. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and I you like want to know it. how much this one cost? Yes. At Total Wine, I bought this. This was on the pricier end of the, mm-hmm. the more affordable wines at twenty five ninety nine. So Stag's Leap. Caria Chardonnay. Now, let me ask you this. When they say the best wine values, do they try to keep it under a dollar amount or they're just saying for this wine, this is a good value? Well, it's under $40. Okay. $40 or less, which, like I said, for Wine Spectator, Mm -hmm. that's real cheap. How many of the 10 wines on this year's list are under 20? Four wines. Four wines are under $20. Okay. Well, that's not too bad for Wine Spectator. And I got to say, none of them approach 40 they're all in the, the, the oh, upper 20, 20s range. Okay, excellent. So I think, you know, yes, this is not a Tuesday night wine unless mm-hmm. you have, you know, the boss coming over for dinner. Right. And Stag's Leap is a name that people know. So this would be a great wine to bring over for a dinner. Yeah. And, and if you're a Chardonnay fan, your mom would love this and she would feel like a princess if yeah. you brought this yeah. over. That's the other thing, too, guys. This list, and again, we're going to post the, the top 10 for you, is a great very quick reference for you if you want to give wine as a gift, you want to do it as a hostess gift, you're want to present a bottle at your own home that is impressive but not too expensive, this is ac- the absolute cheat sheet. Absolutely. I didn't mean to copy that word. That's okay. I- You're right. To- <laughs> I'm trying to think of the name. What is the stuff that people used to... The Cliff Notes. It's the Cliff Notes version of what you should buy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, do we want to taste the number one? Because I was I'm- able to track that down. I'm excited. I am too, because this bottle is super affordable. It's only... Thirteen ninety nine. Whoa! And it's the number. It's the one number one value. wine value, Crazy. and it comes from Marlboro, New Zealand. Oh, okay. And it is a Sauvignon Blanc, and mm-hmm. Alan Scott is the name of the vin- vintner, okay. and it's a twenty twenty one vintage. Ooh, yeah, I love Sauvignon Blanc. I'm leaning more towards Sauvignon Blanc now, even than Pinot Grigio. Well, and. What's crazy is that New Zealand is becoming it's it's nuts. New Zealand is so small. Mm-hmm. And it only accounts for 1% of the winemaking in the world, but it's in almost every wine store. Yes. It's getting more and more and more popular. Exactly. I would, listen, if we ever had a choice to do a wine tour, number one, Italy, of course, if we did that, Ugh. wine and dandy wine tour. Number two, New Zealand. We should do a wine tour. We should do a, Who do we need to talk to around here? I think we should just do it. My live my life by ask forgiveness, <laughs> not permission. All we need is a company credit card. We can start to do that tomorrow. We can start planning tomorrow. <laughs> I'll say I'm going to buy wine for the podcast there and buy us some plane tickets. <laughs> this smells... It's got classic Sauvignon Blanc smells. Tell me what you smell. Yeah, I, it's funny because I was like... I feel like I smell, um, yeah, there's a little bit of a muscadine, just a tiny bit, well, guys. Musk. Not that, not that super sweet, you know, muscadine smell, but it, it does. So it smells like a very ripe, very um, hearty, I can, juicy grape. I can see that. I smell cat pee, and oh, I, I smell that. grapefruit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and so I think that's why I like Sauvignon Blanc because I love grapefruit. Yesterday for lunch, I had two roosters ice cream and a grapefruit. Oh yum! You know what you could do to grapefruit to blow your mind. Do you happen to have one of those torches at your house? I don't have a creme brulee torch. Well, if you felt so inclined to go get you one, Mm -hmm. you put sugar on top of it and Mm -hmm. you brulee it on top of your grapefruit. Mm. It's heaven. I peel and eat my grapefruit like an orange, but I take the skin off then. I eat the the parts. I was eating at work yesterday, which is why I had two Rooster's ice cream. We were doing the 2-22-22 celebration. And I thought, I'll balance this with a grapefruit. 
And my coworker, Lori, who we love, uh, was like, I think the pith is extra calories. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I don't eat the pith on a grapefruit, only on an orange. I love orange pith. Do you? Yeah, the white it's part. So oh. bitter. I love it. You are an interesting creature. Let's yeah. take it. Let's have a sip of the number one wine value of the year for last year. I'm super excited. It smells great. Huh. Mm, that's good. It is very good. I actually preferred the Caria. Did you? Chardonnay. Um, I think this is it's so refreshing. It's like it is. lip smacking. This would be for spring, summer. Hot day. Absolutely. For $13.99. You could make a good light sangria with this. Oh, my goodness, with peaches. <gasps> How fun would that be? Well, and we want to hear a fun fact about this wine? Of course I do. Also picked at night. Okay, is this a new thing? We're going to have to, guys, we're going to dig into this whole picked at night thing. Well, from what this, uh, the I made notes on, because I need them. Smart that You're way. smart that way. Yeah, I underlined things, which makes me look smart in this right. magazine. <laughs> and uh, the winemaker, Josh, who is the son of uh, Alan Scott, so Josh Scott, never trust a man with two first names. Um, <laughs> uh, he says the grapes are harvested, harvested at night with machines, oh. uh, which break the skin slightly to get the desired maceration huh. and to achieve the greater minerality and less tropical flavors. Josh has been picking grapes slightly earlier than his father to give it good structure and texture. So it's not as like, you know, once it, the riper, it gets the more mm-hmm. sugar. So it's going to it's not going to be as like fruit forward and cloying. That is so interesting because as we know, winemaking, there's so many different layers to oh, it. Oh, gosh, yes. So many pe- people involved in the process. So now when you pick the grapes at night, I've heard early morning pick, you know, where yeah. it's still colder, cooler, but... This is just a whole nother layer to yeah. wine choices for you and I. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm surprised you don't love this because I love this. Oh, I like it. So I did my second sip and now I'm really becoming You a get believer. it. Yeah. yeah. It's got a pink grapefruit. It's not yellow grapefruit, that bitter kind. It's pink grapefruit. Pink grapefruit is my favorite. So oh, yeah, it's, I, it's growing on me. I, I wonder if it is because my first sip was right on the heels of that Chardonnay. I'm pretty sure that's why. Because yeah, it, it's so. got that mouth coatingness. The, the, the oak, to, oak to me le- mm-hmm. lingers. It has a long finish. Yeah. And this is very... Just, it's so refreshing and lip smacking. It's right. so good. Delightful. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and then we have a lot of wine news for you guys. Some great, some sounds a little bit weird. <laughs> Welcome back to Wine and Dandy. We are covering the top 10 wine values as judged by the Wine Spectator um, publication, which, of course, they're frou-frou and they know everything. So we did three <laughs> of the 10. However, um, my bit of wine news is and certainly not going to make the list. I oh, really? feel pretty sure. I don't know if you saw this, but Barefoot Wines have paired up with hmm, Oreo to Ooh. create a new Oreo Thins flavored barefoot wine. Two things. Yeah. One, why has it got to be thins? I don't know. How's that different than just regular Oreo except for less cookie? Uh, I think it's, it's, it's less filling, less filling in the middle. It could be a very filling oh. cookie in terms of now I'm full. But it's uh, that's my guess. So uh, here's what they say. <laughs> the blend combines Malbec, Petit Syrah, Terrell Dago, 
And your favorite snack. Now, I have never heard of Terrell And bacon. your favorite snack, so they put in Oreos, Oreos in it? Well, uh, let's see. It says you should skip the milk and dip your cookies in a glass of red. The major vino producers teamed with Oreo Thins, which is Oreo's slimmer cookie cousin, to create a red blend inspired by the sandwich cookie for a new grown-up pairing. So there's not Oreos oh, in it. Oh, it's built to pair with it, though. Yeah, I think it's still weird. Um, but you know, who knows? And there are pictures of Oreos and the Oreo logo on the actual bottle. I just can't imagine people walking by this in the store and being like, Hey, there's a great idea. <laughs> you know? Well, I did say two things. I have three things. So my second thing is, um, we shouldn't turn our nose up at it. We loved chocolate wine. Yeah, you're right. We absolutely we, I mean, made fools of ourselves. May, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was so shocked. My sister drank it the other day in her coffee for breakfast. Yes, she did. Yes. Because, because it's <laughs> less dangerous than Bailey's, which has more alcohol. This still has 14%, but we digress on the chocolate wine thing. But hey, guys, you should really try it. Yeah. Shocked. I'm, I mean, shocked. That's, the, I think, our biggest shock of the four years of doing this. Indeed. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is... Little did you know, is I tried to get us some of this wine. Oh. I spent a good half an hour on their website, like re-entering yeah, my, you know, trying to get on the list, and uh-huh. it just—I think it broke the day that because I had it written on my calendar to get it, to get it, because I saw, I heard that it was coming out, so I wrote on my calendar, went online the day of at four a.m. No, four thirty when I get to work. Dang, and it was still impossible to get. Okay, the quest continues. Indeed, we're gonna get some of this, and we're gonna taste it, and guys, we'll probably love it. I yeah, mean, yeah, I mean, who knows? <laughs> you know, we turn our nose up at chocolate wine, and here we are. <laughs> So yeah, Oreo wine crow. might be delicious. We'll have Oreo wine with our crow. Uh, what is Terrell Dago? Let me read grape. it. Oh, there it is. No idea. I've never heard of that grape once in my life. It sounds like a Portuguese grape, which are grapes that I've never heard of, typically. Gotcha. All right. Well, some to check out. If you happen to see it, it's made by Barefoot Wines, Oreo Thins Red Blend. And pick us up a bottle. Send it our way. Our, our uh, address is on the WRALFM website. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need to try it. <laughs> yeah. We need, to, we need to suffer through it. For everyone listening. Right. Or enjoy it. <laughs> Take it for the team. Whichever. Whatever. <laughs> I have some wine news. Remember we we drank the Miraval Rosé? Yes. Brad and Angelina's wine? Yeah. Oh, I saw this. Oh, my gosh. Brad <clears throat> is suing Angelina in the messiest divorce ever yeah. because she sold her shares without telling him to yeah. a Russian oligarch. Oligarch. Is that how you Oli- say it? Oligarch? Anyway, it's a bad guy. It's a Russian bad guy. <laughs> That's all we know. Well, I have his name. His name is Yuri Scheffler. Or Sheff- or maybe he's a nice guy because we want to live and we yes. have children. <laughs> so. But apparently, so these the couple bought this winery in 2012 yeah. for 25 million euros, which is roughly like what? Like, uh, it's not quite 50. It's probably like 45 million euros. Yeah. And they Dollars. got married there. Yeah. In 2014. Yeah. But they divorced two years later. And they had a quote unquote mutual understanding that they wouldn't sell each other's share without telling the other one. Because, of course, you have to do business yeah. with the other person. Yeah. So, and I hear he really poured his heart and soul into it. Like, this is his baby. Was it wrong that I'm thinking because he was an alcoholic? That makes no surprise to me. Oh, yes. Well, we may have different views on who the bad partner is in this. Oh, really? <laughs> I like Angelina Jolie. Yep. We have different views. Why don't you like her? I've never liked her. Since she uh, drank. Her Billy Bob Thornton's blood. blood, and then kissed her brother on the mouth, like not just a peck. Although oh, I never, I, I heard that. I never actually seen. Yeah, uh huh. She did. What? Well, yeah. But, you know, whatever. Um, but I do feel, and then you know, I feel like she broke up 
Brad and Jennifer Aniston. That America's I agree Fever. with. That I agree. And now she's done this, which I think just cements her reputation. However, Brad Pitt, Maddox, still doesn't talk to him because his anger was so bad when he was drunk. <gasps> Did not know that. Yeah. Which is also horrible. I'm not defending Brad Pitt. I just think she broke a verbal agreement, which, by the way, in North Carolina is binding. I don't know <laughs> what it's like in France. But, yes, they had an agreement. And then she's like, whoops. Yeah, no, I agree. It's shady. And by by the way, this Yuri Scheffler guy, mm-hmm. he's part of the Stoli groups, you know, the vodka oh, Stoli group. vodka. Yes. Oh, that makes sense. Which makes sense yeah. because they're a beverage company. Sure. So, but given what's happening in the Ukraine right now, it looks real bad. Yeah. Poor timing. Yeah. Poor timing, Angela. Plus, poor choice and poor timing. Yep. Yep. So that's that our one. wine news. Yeah. Anyway. It's super gossipy. It's very people magazine. Yes. <laughs> and that's what we like. Because there's, you know, my friend Kristen used to be a bartender at the Rockford in downtown Raleigh. Uh-huh. And she she bartended on Sunday nights. Uh-huh. And she would always have trash magazines on the... on the Clever. On the yes. Bar. And so I would come in by myself because my husband was a bartender mm-hmm. and he was always working. Yeah. And so I would come by myself and grab a glass of wine. She's one of my best friends. And yeah. we would chat and talk about gossip. It was... That- the best. I was going to say, that's like perfect. Yeah, it that's was right. the best. I have accidentally started getting People Magazine. I don't know who sent it to me or if it's like a promotional thing. I bet it's a promotional thing and they'll send you a letter in the mail saying you owe them because they sent it to you even though you didn't ask nah, for it. No, nah. They don't know who they're playing with. But I've been enjoying <laughs> it a lot. <laughs> all right. Well, we I think we've said enough this week. So by all means, check out our notes in the podcast, which is you know basically when you look at the information listed under the file that you're downloading to listen to this. We'll list the 10 wines there. Mm-hmm. Look for them. Try to get the exact vintage. And if you can't, go ahead and buy the label. Because, I mean, if they're on the list, they're doing a good job. Yeah, and wine's all about enjoyment. Exactly. So there are good deals to be had. And we are here to find them all. Cheers. <laughs>